Welcome, everyone. Good morning. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Making the Jump. We hope you're enjoying this as much as we are, as it can be exciting to learn from and get inspired by individuals, athletes of the highest caliber from different walks of life who have found ways to take their skills and their potential to the next level. Today, along with Lorinda Phillips, we will be hosting Andrew Sturz, former Division I hockey player at Penn State University, and he'll be discussing transitioning your skills post-career. He will talk about the contagion of hard work and commitment. I think you'll benefit a lot if you're an athlete, if you're looking to focus in on what you can gain from a winning environment and how to explore and tap into skills and interests that you might have when looking to create your career after sports. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, how are you today? Very good. Great to finally meet you face-to-face. My father was a big hockey fan. I grew up at a lot of Ranger games. I mean, I have so much I'm curious about in general about the physicality, and we are talking yeah. about, right? right. Do, 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 as a hockey player, like, there's never a battle or a grind that you shy away from. What's this uh, pandemic and having time? Like, has it been a mixed blessing to get time to recover? Or is it is it really hard to be up in the air like you're saying? Yeah, no, it's, it's obviously hard to be up in the air and not know, you know, if you're going to have a job, where your job's going to be, where you're going to end up. Um, but for me, I mean, the big thing coming out of the end of the pandemic was just try to get healthy by October, thinking that we'd be back to normal by now. But obviously we're not. So. Uh, the extra time for me has been great, and it's been good to just be in the gym and be off the ice a bit and recovering from some surgery and all that kind of stuff. It's just, it's been a real blessing for me. And so I'll take the, the time and whenever, you know, the next time we play is, I'll just try to be as ready as possible and see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and coming from uh, Ottawa, right? I mean, coming from Canada, the perspective on hockey is just completely a different i mean maybe select cities in, in in the united states is it is it harder to be in a place of transition when the identity is so embedded at a young young age yeah no i mean for me for me i played i played junior hockey in ottawa uh originally from buffalo so it's a it's a hockey city as well and starting my pro career in belleville ontario which is ottawa's farm team it, it's obvious everywhere i've been is kind of a, a really big hockey community so i've been around it my whole life so not playing for a while has been tough but obviously like i said you gotta you gotta find the positives with the negatives and for me it's just been good to have the time yeah you know how do you feel about fighting in the ring you know the ring in, in, in hockey i i haven't, I haven't oh. fought too i haven't fought too much in, co- in college you can't fight i fought once or twice in junior and then in pro i was never really healthy all that long to to be fighting it was they just knew to leave you alone <laughs> yeah so i i haven't i haven't fought that much but i, I know some guys do it often and you know it's i mean it's, it, a, it's, it's a scary it's, job for those guys and it's kind of accepted isn't it in a funny weird way i mean i know you get penalized yeah so, yeah as, a, as somebody who doesn't know how to that well like they're at it again yeah no it's i mean it's obviously the only one of the only sports that allows it it's it's usually it's used for it's usually used in you know to try and gain momentum or something like that or sticking up for a teammate so uh, when it happens obviously 
you know, you, you hope you come out on top, but it's uh, it's definitely a, a dangerous part of the job for sure. Yeah. And- it's something very old school. And even though, you know, some say uncivilized, like at least it's like, you know, hey, we're going toe to toe to to level this thing out that's going on between, you know, our teams here. I saw what you did to my teammate as opposed to like, you know, baseball throwing an object at somebody's. Exactly. You know. <laughs> and just going over to the other bench and trying to fight. So it, there is, it is, uh, like you said, it's, there's something said to be said for guys who, you know, go toe to toe with one another. And then after the game, it's all over. Where is uh, Kentmore East High? Just so I know. Is that Buffalo? It's in Tonawanda, New York, right out like 10 minutes outside of Buffalo. Okay. Okay. Um, great. Which is where I, I grew up until I was done with high school. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then you went to Penn State three years. You didn't finish college then? or uh, I, I actually did. I did. After high school, I played junior hockey in Canada for three, three years. Um, so I wasn't in, yeah, I wasn't at Penn State then. Played till I was 20. Um, my last year in junior hockey in Ottawa, I did full-time school okay. and then transferred into Penn State. And then I went there for three years, could have went back for a fourth, but ended up signing with Ottawa after my third year. Yeah. Okay. And then all I had left was an internship to graduate. So I said that I'd go back and do that when I was done playing pro. But then when COVID happened, I reached out and they said I could do four classes online if I wanted. So I did that during the this little pandemic and yeah. got my degree and now it's all done. Annie, very smart. Uh, really, really great. What What did you end up with? What was your degree in? Uh, my degree was in commercial recreation uh, within recreation park tourism management. And I kind of went with the main focus of being being involved in sports, staying involved in arenas and facilities, whether I do that when I'm done playing or try to coach or who yep. knows where the wind's going to take me. But it was just something I like being involved with people. And that's kind of why I got into that major, because it was all about, you know, connections and how you manage people and stuff like that. So yeah. that's why I went down that road. Yeah, relationships. Uh, exactly does that does that degree help with just sport or also with some of the like nature areas like niagara falls and things like that yeah so like commercial recreation goes more into sport arena management you know rec centers stuff like that but then there was uh park and tourism which would be like national parks and stuff like that and then there was community which would be like ymcas and stuff like that and then even they go into pga management was within rptm as well which is you know you handle all the golf courses and stuff so they have a lot of options i just went into commercial because i wanted to stay involved with sports at the time that that was my plan so yeah, and it's funny how the landscape is shifting so much. I mean, uh, there's a whole section I put in there about my local rec center and how it shaped my complete identity. And that was our entire social life with basketball uh, coming coming from New York. You know, that was where we spent our entire breaks. You know, the importance in these facilities for youth development with sport yeah. and how important that's going to be in coming back from the pandemic for really healthy development again. I mean, how, how important is that for you or was that for you coming up? How I look at things like a lot of parents and people try to put their kids into, into sports or a sport and they want their kid to do so well. And I think like me just growing up, the one thing that I, I think I learned is like the best thing you can do is play a lot of sports. If you want to be an athlete in any sport, it's not just, you know, you're eight years old. Let's just put them in hockey and start drilling hockey, hockey, hockey all the time. I think the best thing as a kid for sure is to grow up and play 
as many sports as possible. I think it, it teaches you so much more than just what that sport's about. It teaches you how to, like we talked about earlier, dealing with people and handling teammates and working in groups, like stuff that you have to do in the classroom and in the, in the workforce. So yeah. I think being involved in sports and having these rec centers open and obviously times like this, it's a little tough for, you know, some kids are so isolated right now, especially our youth that aren't going to middle school and high school. Like these are huge times in their lives. So I think those kind of things growing up were something that helped me way more than just in hockey or in, or in the classroom. Yeah. And as you said, you can use it later on as well. I'll, I'll ask a couple of questions about that a little bit later. I'm curious about Division One at Penn State. Before we go there, Lorinda, I want to know one sport that Andy played that nobody would know about. Right There's got to be a fun one. Horseshoes yeah. or... Uh, oh, <laughs> something crazy. Um, no, outside of bocce ball in my front lawn, there's nothing, nothing crazy that I played. I, I played challenges football. on my friend. Okay. I, I played football, baseball, soccer for a couple of years. I golfed a lot as when I was younger. And then once I got up to high school, I kind of made the decision, like start focusing on hockey. Obviously both are a little bit expensive. So my parents wanted me to just pick one, picked up golf. Now that I've Started playing professional hockey again, just a little bit here and there. Nothing, nothing too crazy, but starting to play. I know it's, it's a, it's a big uh, talent to have in the, in the workforce and just get out and play golf. As you get older, it's a sport you can always play. So I'm trying to get into that, but yeah, those were the sports I played growing up. And then obviously, you know, through and touch football, I, I, anytime there was something going on in the street, I would try to try to be there to play. So it's so funny. I'll, I'll release this now before it gets released to the public. Someone sent me a picture of myself in, in, in the snow. We played what we called snow football. You know, we had a yep. snow day in New York. And so there's a picture of me with my New York Giants hat but I'm wearing Dallas Cowboys boots. Uh oh. So if it gets out there, I don't know where those boots came from, Andy. Okay. Hey, are you, now you're from New York? I'm from New York, yeah. Okay. So I'm suffering with my Giants for the worst record. And, and you yeah. know what it's like being a Bills well, the, fan, I'm sure. The Bills are finally going. Yeah, exactly. At least you give it. The Bills are finally going. So I can sit here and, and brag. But <laughs> I, I've been there. So So go ahead, Lorena. Take us to so college. I noticed that neither one of you ever mentioned ping pong. And I'm a very good ping pong player. Just, you know, if you want to do any competition. So that's, but that's where it starts and ends. So anyway, Division One, Penn State. Can you give us a story either about coach or an event that happened while you were playing that would be worth repeating? Um, yeah. So for, for me, like my, my time at Penn state, it wasn't expected. Like I said, I played junior hockey till I was 20. I was playing junior B till I was 18. So division one wasn't looking like a real chance for me. And then at 19, I switched to a team in the Ottawa area, junior A team. And I ended up having a really good year. We had a really good team and the coaching staff at Penn state recruited me. So I went into Penn state as a 21 year old freshman with the intentions of I'm going to come here. I might get in some games. I might play half the games. I might play on the fourth line, but I'm going to be here for four years. I'm going to get a college degree from one of the more prestigious schools in the United States, and I'm going to get a job. And you know what? I got to play hockey till I was 24, and life was great. Um, so that's what I went there. I went there with that mindset. And then when I got there, some things fell into place, uh, unfortunately, for the guys. But a couple guys got hurt. One guy ended up signing in the NHL, so we had less forwards to start the year. So when I came in with the injuries, I got to get in the lineup early, and I got some confidence through, you know, working with the older guys and the coaching staff. Got me some confidence, and 
I kind of just ran with it at the end of my first year. I remember just talking to the coaching staff and in my end of the year meeting. And I just said like, Hey, what, like, what are the chances I could maybe play pro hockey? I, I didn't think there was a chance. I asked them their honest opinions and they were like, you got to keep working and you know, you're on the right path. This was a good year, a good start and see what happens. So we had a good conversation there at, at the end of my freshman year. And then actually the first real summer that I started putting in a lot of work in hockey uh, was going into my sophomore year when I was turning 22 and put in a ton of work that summer, came back in great shape, had another good year. And then that's when I started getting, you know, noticed by a couple NHL, AHL teams and came in for my junior year, had another, another solid year. Our team went to the NCAA tournament again. And at the end of that, that year, I ended up signing with Ottawa and I never, never played in the NHL, but to even play in the American Hockey League and just, you know, be a professional athlete after D1, it's been a, it's been a ride and I wouldn't change my three years at Penn State for anything. Uh, It was the even even signing an NHL contract, my three years at Penn State is is the best memories I'm gonna ever have. And I had an absolute blast meeting, you know, fifty thousand kids on campus every year and yeah. So so many good people just all around the school and coming back alumni coming back for football games and just meeting them at tailgates and different events. It was just it was really it was the biggest blessing in my life for sure. And what did that teach you about focus and and, and pressure? Like that's not a small uh, Penn State State is like I went to University of Florida. I mean, that's like sports frenzied, a lot of pressure on Division One sports. It's not like you know we take losing lightly, right? So, yep. what was that like for you, right? You're you're discovering that you want to play at the next level and pushing yourself to be best, but there's also a lot of pressure. Yeah, no, for sure. And for me, the big thing was like, I was obviously coming in there. I didn't expect to be dominant player on the hockey team and it did end up being that way, but you just see the players on the other sports teams and how hard everyone at the school works to be the best. And I mean, obviously in my time there, you say you're a Giants fan, a a player who was at Penn State was Saquon Barkley. And you just see how much more elite he was than everybody else on campus, but how hard he worked and how every game he came out and he dominated. And I almost feel like there was a trickle down effect for every sport because everyone else was, everyone else was pushing for national championships and stuff like that. So it made everyone else work just as hard and being around that many hardworking people and dedicated people. And then you bring the fans into it and how much they care and how much they, they support you. It, it makes you work hard every day. And obviously a school like that where you know your football games are getting 110,000 people and for college hockey to get 7,000 people every game it was really it was something and it, it's something that if you're there you can't take for granted when you might have already but I, I kind of take a note of that in. when you played your best wherever it was it might have been Penn State it might be Noah afterwards what was it that motivated I, it, I, I heard what you were saying. Um, was there anything in addition that motivated you to just do your absolute best? For me, it's more so for me, it's just about enjoying what I was doing. Obviously, like I said earlier, I'm blessed to still be playing hockey at 26 years old. And most kids are done playing their sport at 18. So for me to be playing at 26 still, it's it's really a blessing. And every day I go to the gym or the rink, I just try to work as hard as I can and always have a smile on my face. Even right now, I mean, with the injuries, it's been a tough two years, but it's, that's just something that I can control is bringing a good attitude to it every day. And, you know, if, if I work 
for this this whole pandemic and I don't get a job in hockey then I don't get a job in hockey but hopefully I hopefully I do and like I said just trying to bring a positive light to everyone around me that's that's kind of the thing when I was playing my best it was when I was the happiest I've ever been and I I was the happiest I've ever been at Penn State obviously these last two years just you know were were some road bumps and injuries happen but that's the one thing with me if I if I'm happy and loving life that's when I'm at my best yeah, those are great words to live by. Even with the pressure, even with the whatever there is. Yeah, run. and that's for everybody. You gotta like the positives with the negatives. You just you you gotta live each day like and just yeah. find some kind of positive because yeah. there's there's so much worse going on to other people for sure. Yeah. Totally got it. Yeah. And, and you're healing this off season. I had a sports hernia surgery, uh, for a sports hernia and a torn oblique. Uh, so I got that fixed uh, at the end of, end of May. So I recovered from that. And the last two seasons I had a AC joint separation in my shoulder. So I'm, I'm damaged that pretty good twice. But like I said, uh, this extra time has been great for me. I'm, I'm recovering and, you know, hopefully when next season starts, I'm right. I'm, playing and stay healthy and we'll see what happens uh now you mentioned uh you were forward but i understood you were uh, right wing yes um tell me how what that shift was for you uh yeah so no i i've played right wing for a majority of my career okay. uh, all through college and all through pro so it's been fairly easy for me growing up i've, I've usually just played the same position and and once you play, if you're playing forward if you play right or left wing there's there's just a little difference. It's not like it's not like football where you're going from running back to wide receiver. So it's just the side of the rink you're on. So yeah. it's been fairly fairly simple for me. And the adjustment to pro was just obviously, you know, you're playing against better players, you're playing more bigger guys and stuff like that. I'd love to know what are some of the things that you learn. This is for you, for us, but also for the listeners who are athletes, by the way. You know, what would you say are the transferable skills that you've learned? You've mentioned them like but if you could be more specific i think that would be very big thing for me for me is like from playing sport it's just how to work with a team and how to manage a team most likely anything you do in life i mean i'd say 95 percent of the jobs out there you're going to be working with other people of some sort yes um so the biggest thing that i took away from hockey is just i mean i i've probably played on 45 different teams so that's 20 to 30 guys per team you meet a lot of people and the one thing that i've done since becoming a professional athlete was just because of how much time you have on your hands i mean being a professional athlete you are busy a lot but it's more so you know the mornings you have practice and meetings and if it's not a game day then you have the afternoon and the evening off so you have a lot of time on your hands so the one thing that i've always tried to do with my time as a pro athlete was try to stay in touch with as many people as i can that i've met in the past at school at university especially um just so many so many guys i played with that are are doing great in the actual workforce and so many guys that i would love to work with in the future and obviously people that i even met before then guys from my hometown who are also playing pro hockey i we all stay in touch so well and i think that's the one thing that i took away from playing sports is just communicating staying in touch with people because the relationships you build when you're younger are obviously going to help you out when you're older people get really sidetracked and they always think they're super busy in my opinion but you you realize like when something like this happens like the pandemic you realize how much time you actually have and what are you going to do with your time are you going to keep in touch with people are you going to start a new 
Are you going to learn a new hobby? Are you like, what are you going to do with it? So for me, I'm, I'm really big on relationships and I try to keep in touch with as many people as possible. And that's just, it's something I take pride in. I, I guess I love that, you know, me and friends from school talk every day instead of, you know, I haven't heard from that guy in a year. Right. So that's just something that I took away and I'd give advice to any, any athlete or any, any person in general is just try to keep in touch with people because obviously one day we're, we're all gone and then you can't. So try to try to get in touch with people as much as you can. And that that's my biggest takeaway from playing sport. If you'd like to listen more, please click on the link for making the jump located in the show notes. So you can get access to all of the shows and their complete recordings. This is Richard listens and I'm out. Thank you.